0: Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. This is the official second episode. I hope you caught the mini episode on Sunday. Um, That's something that I'm excited to do. I want to have just little short episodes every Sunday where I give you guys a creative challenge for the week. So if you missed it, definitely check it out. Last week we talked about vision boards and I challenged you guys to make one of your own. Um, And this week um, we talked with well, I don't know why I said we, it's me. It's just me here. Um, I spoke with my friend Alexa, who is an amazing dancer. Definitely go check out the YouTube video so you can see the clip of her dancing. Um, Go check out her Instagram, check out everything. Um, But we talked about dance, of course, as always. But we also talked about her poetry and about feeling your feelings and mental health. And there's a lot of really great, moments in this episode so definitely excited for you guys to listen Um, and as always definitely go check out the YouTube channel as well Essentially Haley where you can find the video version of the podcast and also some fun visuals. Um, We also made some magnetic poetry so I'd love to see if you guys try making your own magnetic poetry definitely tag me at Essentially Haley um, or Haley Grove, those are both of my Instagrams. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi guys! Um, Today is the second episode. I have an awesome guest for you, my friend Alexa. Uh, She's an amazing dancer. She can do all styles. um, And she's also a poet. Um, and she's just awesome at a ton of different stuff. So I'm really excited for the conversation that we're going to have. Now, without further ado, I'm going to bring her on in. Let me do this. Let me give you some applause. Hey! Yay! <laughs> awesome. So welcome, Alexa. Give Thank the audience you. a little background. Who are you? What's your history with dance? Where are you from? Tell us the story of your life.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Haley, for having me on. I'm so excited to do this. Um, let's see. My full name is Alexa Marion Ayers. My middle name is my grandmother's name. Um, I'm 20. I'm from Queens, New York. My mom just got home. She's making a lot of noise. I can't um, hear it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been dancing ever since I'm was was two, and then I stopped. And that's my dog. Oh. <laughs> One second. Sorry, guys. That's I don't okay. know. <laughs> So, yeah, so I've been dancing since I was two and then I went back when I was eight um, and then I started taking it serious. I would say probably like 15. I was like a competitive dancer for a long time. Um, you know, the drill, the competitions every weekend the no hanging out It's after school, that whole thing. Um, and then I fell out of it. For a little bit because I just I think it was more of like a fear of failure type of thing. So I just like stopped and was like, Oh, it's not for me, forget it. But it that never felt right when I said that. Like I was always like, Oh, I'm not I'm not gonna be a dancer, that's fine. But every time I said it, I was like, that just doesn't feel right. Um, so that's when I decided to do Pro Sum. And fortunately, they let me in and that totally changed like 180, like my whole, I don't know, it was like the best four months of my life, honestly. Um a lot of growth during those four months. But, yeah, and that's where I am now. And then the whole world shut down. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, when did that. you actually finish Pro Sam? You just recently did it, right?
1: I did. Actually, it's so crazy. We were all just talking the other day. We were like, guys, it's been a year since we had our first day of Pro Sam. It's been a year. We started wow. in August um, of 2019. And our last day, our showcase was December 8th. So it's literally been a year. It's just so crazy. Wow. I can't even believe it. Because I remember being like, I have like all my archives are popping up. Fourth day of ProSem. And I'm just like, <laughs> Like it doesn't even make sense that it's And when you're, in,
0: when you're in ProSem, it's so funny because my guest last week was a girl who I did ProSem with
1: in 2014,
0: mm-hmm. which is like, um, it yeah. feels like a million years ago. But when you're in that ProSem world and you're just like totally oh. immersed in it, it feels like a hundred years but then it also goes by so fast and it's like it's yeah. its own like I don't know like moment in time and space uh-huh. like Pro-Sim is like a different beast
1: <laughs> yeah because it was like every, I was not used to waking up at 5 30 in the morning every single day like I literally the, the first day I was like I can't do this how am I gonna <laughs> do this I can't and then you know next few days and you're just like oh okay like I got this like I can do this next thing you know I'm like even to this day I wake up at like 6 30 in the morning really? because I just like it, it yeah I just wow, enjoy waking up early And starting my day because I would be in the city and like by 11 a.m. I'd like done a mock audition. I'd taken a class. I'd gotten breakfast. I'd done all these things like I'm on the way to rehearsal. I feel great. You know, my friends are all like, oh, I just woke up. I'm like, not me. I (laughs) I just felt so good.
0: (laughs) I remember I used to get like 10,000 steps on my Fitbit by the time Mm -hmm. I finished my 12 o'clock ballet class.
1: And I would be mm-hmm. like,
0: all right, what's next? Here we go. <laughs> what was your concentration when you did post
1: I Actually, it's funny. I started off as a half contemporary, half um, commercial, you know, like the hip-hop street south. And then we just, like, spoke about it. And they were like, do you really want to be in a contemporary company? I was like, you know, I love contemporary, but no, like, absolutely not. Like, I don't see that for myself. And they were like, okay. So I just did full-blown, like, street. Um, what? which was awesome. I had a lot of friends that did half musical, like our whole prosem was like half musical theater, half hip hop. It was crazy, nice. um, but yeah, no, I did total, just complete, straight, which yeah. was. Great.
0: I was actually a ballet concentration. I did, oh like, my gosh! Haley. Ballet. Did we six, had a couple. We had a couple classes. that were.
1: <laughs> no, it was like eight classes a week because I don't know yours is probably different than ours, but we ended yeah. up having to take like fifteen a week. Fifteen um,
0: classes. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! They they changed it right after. So I, yeah. think my prosem we only had like fourteen um, girls, all girls, just fourteen of us. It was like the smallest one in a while, and they they we revamped had like it. Forty-two
1: people. Wow,
0: that, yeah. it would be such a different experience to have so many people. Yeah,
1: but and you'd be surprised. Like I, I remember feeling like, how are we all gonna get close? Like there's no way. We bonded like family. That was the thing. Like I never wanted to go. And it's so weird because like I never wanted to go into the city to take class because I was always so nervous. But like, this is like my community. Like I'm a New Yorker. Like I should feel at home and I never did um and so I finally found like that community of like dancers like I finally felt like I fit in and that was just really cool and like we got all emotional talking about it like the last day we had to go on. I was like, I, like crying in the circle yeah um, I think that
0: that's something that is so special about just the dance community in general and like it might be different in other industries and I don't know but I think it is such a a community, of family. It, it's more than just co-workers and colleagues. I think to have it be really successful, it's important mm-hmm. that it is a really big community and, and you have a safe place. And it's nice to have right. BDC. Uh, for us, it's BDC. Other people have mm-hmm. different studios. So I wanted to talk a little bit about just some of the stuff that like, obviously we love dance. We talk about dance all the time. We were both... <laughs> in um, a concert video together that was really fun our friend Chris choreographed mm-hmm. that that's how we met um we right. definitely go check it out I think it's on his Instagram and I can
1: like yeah. link
0: it in all whatever um <laughs> but something that we connect with a lot is we like to talk about the things that we do outside of dance how we kind of center ourselves I think that you have a really good head on your body not
1: just just
0: because you're gorgeous but also because (laughs) I think that you have a really great mindset and way of looking at things of I I think this is just from my perception (laughs) of seeing what you put out there in the world but I think that Mm. I really like how you prioritize like self care and like really getting Mm. in touch with your feelings and who you are as a person and I think that that helps make you a strong dancer because you are working to be in tune with yourself. Um, so I don't know, I guess if there are any like special ways that you like to do that, or or maybe I'm completely wrong, but if you want to no. talk about any of those kind of ways that you center yourself, I think
1: that'd be really I just think I've always felt very like, I, I started therapy, like I want to say, maybe like a year and a half ago. And even my therapist was like, do you like, what do you need me for? Cause you seem like you figured it all out. <laughs> and I just, I, I just do this thing where like, I think, okay, I could totally go to the extreme and be like, Oh my God, I'm like freaking out. Or I could, I try to just like rationalize everything. So like whenever I feel like stressed about money, like for example, my car payment, like I didn't have a job during and but I still had to make my car payment and all these things. So like, I was like oh my god like how am I gonna pay my car payment and I'm worried I don't have a job and I can't do this and like there was a moment where I got so overwhelmed and I just remember thinking to myself like okay anytime I get like super stressed out about something why don't I just like uh give it like a a counterpart so like at least I have the ability to get a job and pay for a car and have the ability to drive myself places you know or like you know even like, oh, I'm so stressed about something else. Well, at least I have the ability to do that. At least I I have what I have. And just like I try to like rationalize situations like because it could it could be so much worse. And that's not to say like, I'm gonna, you know, dilute what I'm feeling. Like I always say like, I I have a poem that I wrote, like even the most heartbreaking and devastating moments deserve to be felt. Mm. So like, just feel whatever you need to feel. Because if you don't, like it just kind of does this. And then you just you it it gets to a point where like, you don't even know what what you're feeling anymore, or what's triggering those emotions. Like that was a big thing in therapy for me, I had to figure out what was triggering my anxiety. And once you get a a hang on that, because you know, I think also talking about I talk so much, you're gonna see, but like talking about it out loud (laughs) a lot is like, really helpful. Because your brain's like always like going like a million miles a minute so it's hard to like pick out like the thoughts and like you know but if you talk about them and you actually say it or you write it down it's like oh like it's it's easier for you to like pick one thought that you're having and like put it on paper and when you see it you're like oh like that makes sense like that's what's triggering my anxiety or like that's what's making me upset as opposed to like never really like trying to decipher like what's going through your brain like I really think that you just have to feel your feelings all the way through Mm -hmm. and like you know you can't, you can't run from it. Because I used to do that. I would just like put on friends and I'd be like, I don't want to feel anything. And I would just like watch friends and like suppress it. But then like it's not, in the long run, it's not beneficial. So I always say, just feel your feelings, feel what you need to feel and then figure it out and be sad or be really happy or cry or scream or do whatever you need to do and be human. And I think we need to normalize that more.
0: Definitely. And I bet that, that that's probably been, having that mindset has probably helped you so much during this quarantine and during this whole thing, I mean, that is like the, the best mindset that you could have at this time. And I know a lot of people have been struggling and especially with mm-hmm. dance, you know, I think a lot of times dance, it is our our industry, it is our job, it is so many things, but also I think a lot of people dance is their therapy or a form mm-hmm. of therapy for them. I know for me, it's like if I don't dance for a few days and I just feel insane like I just mentally mm-hmm. physically like but you can't figure out what it is and then you go take a dance class and you're it's yeah. release and so I think without having that mindset that you have it's probably been really really hard for a lot of people because we haven't really been able to dance the same way so I think right it's it, you have kind of like a leg up with already like taking care <laughs> of yourself and I think I wish that more people would talk about like mental health in And in the arts and just in general, because I think it's so, so important. And it's, it can only help your art. It can only help fuel you Mm -hmm. by like releasing that and unblocking it and feeling your feelings. Like that's the perfect motto to have
1: ever. Feel your friggin' feelings, (laughs) you know, they're there for a reason. Like I always say, like your body's trying to tell you something, you know, like you got to listen to your body. If you start getting like headaches or you start feeling anxious, like there was like a time where I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm chilling. I'm cool. I'm this, I'm that. And every so often I would just like, my heart would start to race. And I'm like, wait a second, like I like was not breathing just now. Like I literally would be so anxious to the point where I was holding my breath, but I wouldn't realize it. And I'd be like, well, like, why am I doing that? And it's just because so many things like were going through my brain, but I was almost suppressing them, suppressing them to a point where it was like in my subconscious. Like I wasn't consciously thinking about what was bothering me, but it was still there. You know, like all your, your feelings are still there. They're just not on the surface. And so they still affect you in a certain way. Um, and, yeah, I think that, like, if you ever are feeling, like, shaky or anxious or sad and you don't know what it is, like, you need to figure that out because your body's trying to tell you something, you yeah. know? So. That's,
0: yeah, that's so that's so good. And our bodies are instruments more so than
1: mm-hmm.
0: other people's. So I feel like dancers naturally are more in tune with their body to begin with. But I think oh, they yeah. also are so – it's so easy for dancers to – push aside pain, because a lot of the time we do feel pain. So I think that even though we are really in tune with our our bodies in terms of movement and control and and strength, I feel like it's probably pretty common for dancers to push aside those kind of feelings and those anxious feelings. and Like everyone, you know that fluttery feeling and and it gets worse if you don't deal with it. So I think that that's such an important reminder. Um, Mm -hmm. So... One of the things that I wanted to do, so we, we kind of briefly talked about how you're writing poetry and you're working on a little poetry book, which is, I want to get mm-hmm. into that also, because it sounds like such a great project, um, but we always make a craft in this show. Yay. So, my, I actually, I thought of this idea, you were like one of the first people that I wanted to have on this show, and specifically because I thought, oh, this is the perfect craft for you. <laughs> so we made some magnetic poetry words mm. so we couldn't obviously type it up and print it out for you guys while we were live because that would just be very boring but i'm gonna walk you through how to do it um, so that you can watch this after and redo it um, and then we're gonna cut up some of our poetry words that we printed out um, and maybe we'll <laughs> make a little poem i i did use some words from your poems that you've been posting that,
1: Love that
0: everyone has to go check it out <laughs> but yeah so basically just a little quick tutorial for anyone out there who would like to make their own magnetic poetry it's super super easy i just got this staples printable magnetic glossy paper and i just opened up a word document and typed up Know a bunch of different words. You know how they have the a bunch of A's. You know you might want to do some multiple words, Um, and then you just print it out. Really, it's that simple. I printed it right (laughs) on this magnet sheet that's eight eight and a half by ten, and now we're just going to cut it up. And I think it would be such a great gift to give someone. We were talking about this, like to kind of decorate an old Altoids tin or make custom poetry for your fridge I think that'd be such a great gift so I know it's like kind of early for holiday season but this might be something that'll save you a lot of time down the
1: road
0: <laughs> um so yeah so we're gonna just start cutting this up and I'd love for you to just tell the audience a little bit about how you started writing poetry where mm-hmm. you got the idea to start and then kind of talk about your project that you're working on
1: love it so As far as like, I've always been um, just like in, in class, you know, like when you're younger and you're in class and you're just like doodling and, you know, everyone's like drawing like little things in their notebook, like all over their notebook. I was always just writing things like I was never much of a doodler. I didn't like like, you know, I had friends that would do like these crazy like flowers and things. And I was always just writing things and they weren't very good because I was like you know 11 years old and you know whatever they're very over dramatic I read them back now and I'm like oh god (laughs) like what did what was I actually going through at that time like they're so dramatic
0: you
1: needed to feel it (laughs) right um but yeah so I've always just been doing that for like ever since I can remember and then I want to say it was my freshman year of college, my only year of college, but, um, I was in class and I was so bored, which is obviously leads to me leaving school, but I was so bored. And, um, I wrote just like this poem that was actually like it to this day, it's one of my favorite poems because I don't know. I think that it's actually pretty good. Um, and I've had people tell me that they really like it. And that's like the the one poem that I was like, wait a second, like, maybe I'm actually not so bad at this. And so I just like screenshot it and I put it into like a little folder on my desktop. And every so often, like I would just like sit and write poetry, just like in class or, you know, at home, just, you know, doing whatever. And I would type them up, I'd screenshot them and I'd put them into this folder. And then they would just sit there in this folder. And I had, you know, accumulated like almost a hundred of these poems and I'd only posted like, you know, a few of them on my Instagram But, you know, my friends would all see them and then come quarantine time, I was like, you know, what if I just like messed around and like, because I always thought like, what if I made a book, you know, like poetry books are very in right now, Rupi Kaur, Milk and Honey, you know, RM Drake, Atticus Poetry, like it's all over, it's the whole social media craze, it's to post poems. Um, So I was like, you know, what if I actually, you know, just messed around and and did this and like, I had nothing to do during quarantine. So I like opened a Word document, I just laid it all out how I thought I wanted it to look like just messing around. And then I printed it out. I cut it all up. I glued it together. I, like, made a makeshift, like, book, like, whatever. And I brought them to my friends because we were all quarantined away from each other. So we'd pull up with the Lysol. And I'd be like, here's your book. Um, but, yeah. And then I just had this, like, little, like, book that I had made. I have it, like, right here, actually. Let yeah. Show I you. So, like, I literally, like, made thick. it. Like,
0: She's
1: thick. She's thick. <laughs> and I wanted, like... I wanted like pictures also like I don't know if you can see like I wanted pictures in addition to like my poetry like because I'm all about like I'm all about like artists helping artists so I wanted my idea is to have like you know a photographer that wants to you know publish things or like a, a, a someone who draws that wants to like publish their illustrations and then like you know have it be maybe have like different versions of the book but have a version where it's a lot of different people's work in one book this way it's like artists supporting artists and like unknown like underground artists that aren't like already 45,000 followers on Instagram you know like um I just thought that that'd be really cool so yeah that's kind of how I got started with it I, I would never say that I was like a writer I'd be like oh yeah no I just write some poetry every so often but now I can finally feel like I can say like no like I'm also a writer or I'm also a poet. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think, I feel like we, we we tend to not put a label on things until it's, like, I don't know. Like, I can't say I'm a dancer until I'm, like, a signed professional working dancer. Um, and I can't say I'm a writer until I'm a published writer. But, like, no, like, I write all the time. Like, I'm a writer. I dance all the time. I'm a dancer. Like, you know, I think, yeah, I think, like, we we take a take away from ourselves a little bit by, like, not, giving ourselves those titles, you know? Um, can't do that because you art I totally feel that.
0: I feel like no. it's, that's something that I struggle with a lot, definitely, especially mm-hmm. in dance. And and it's it's like, I feel like I, I wait for other people. Like, I sometimes I get stuck thinking that I'm on this like conveyor belt and this mm-hmm. person is like ahead of me. So until they achieve that thing that I want to do eventually, I can't do it. So I can't even work right. on it. I can't call myself that because they haven't done it yet. And it's like, right. that's not how the world works. No, But it's so easy to get caught up in that and, and to feel kind of scared to claim who right. you are and who you are at, a, at your core. Mm-hmm. Like, just because mm-hmm. you aren't signed doesn't mean you're not a dancer. Right. Just because you haven't published your poetry professionally doesn't mean you're not a poet. You are, right. you are what you create and... We you are and of course there's a beeping car so that's fun but yeah I I love that I
1: love that so much I think also in in like the age of social media it's so easy to get caught up in like you know what are other people gonna think like you know you try to to you know put this facade on social media especially because you know your your social media is your resume like you can't You know, you don't want this agency looking and thinking like, oh, she's depressed because she posts sad poetry, like all these things, like you have to be motivational all the time and posting your workouts and like in shape and all these things. And it's like, I almost feel like in this industry, it's hard to be like just human. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like, especially during quarantine, like I didn't feel very motivated to dance. I don't like the Instagram live classes. I don't like the online classes. It's just not for me. And that's not to say I'm like so proud of the dance community for trying to keep it going and I see so many people that are always taking class and I'm like go off but like it just wasn't for me in my two feet of space in my apartment so I don't know I like turned to other creative outlets and that sparked a journey of this book that I didn't even know was going was there and it like opened up this whole new part of my life and I was totally okay with putting dance on the back burner for a little bit because like I got to do this and like I'm just so proud of this that like, I don't know, I just, I think it's, it's, it's okay to like, I forgot where I was going with this, but it's okay to, um, step out of the box. Right. And, Um, and be other things than just like, you're not just a dancer. You're not just a, a, you know, and you're not just like a label of anything. Like you can give yourself that title and claim that, that title, but you're not just those things. And I don't know, like, I had somebody tell me once, I wrote a whole post about it on Instagram, but I had somebody tell me once, like, I posted on Instagram, I've been writing a lot lately, like, it's been very therapeutic. And this person said to me, stop writing and start dancing, you'll feel better. And I was just like, no, like, you know, stop writing, start dancing, you'll feel better. Like, I just, oh, and I was just trying to share, like, my my poetry and, like, something that's been, like like, interests me, and this person just shot me down so quick, and I was just like, that is, you know, I mean, that's, that's fine. It's whatever. Um, but to to stop writing and, and just dance or, like, to ignore this part of myself would be my, doing myself a disservice. So I was not going to do that. And thankfully, I didn't listen because now I have this little guy that I've yeah. been working with. And I think
0: that's so, so relevant. I don't know about you, but one of the things that we learned in Pro Sam, which is good, but I think also looking back on the past few years since I've been in the program, since I left the program, and have been in the real world, um, we talked a lot about branding and about you know mm-hmm. even even just in dance of like what kind of dancer are you, mm-hmm. and you know it it goes beyond that, but it's like well, I it's ugh, it's so hard because yes you need to you know you want to present a smart, concise package to your future employers mm-hmm. and the casting directors. And they want to know what they're going to get. But at the same time, something that never has sat well with me is like, I have to pick one way to right. express myself. Like, I love ballet. I'm not going to be in a ballet company. I would say ballet is probably one of the styles that I'm best at. I, I didn't really do street sales. I've really pushed mm-hmm. myself to do that more so, which is kind of funny nowadays when people meet me. They only see me in, like, street jazz classes right. and, like, you know, hip-hop classes, which is so funny because that's just not... that I have to really yeah. push myself to be mm-hmm. in that zone. That is not where I naturally fit. I'm very much more so, like, let's put the pointe shoes on, let's lift right. our leg up and float and, like, not be in the ground. But I love street jazz and I love contemporary and I love theater and I love ballet and I like I love it mm. all, and I understand the difference of you know you have to have a concise package, you have to present yourself and market yourself in a way. but I think that i I don't really agree with the whole I don't know it's it's, it's complicated and I, I I'm sure a lot of people have really interesting things to talk about, but especially even just like just because you're working on poetry doesn't mean you're not also a dancer like we can be more than one Mm -hmm. thing we are full humans Mm -hmm. we're not just like robots and i think it's hard when instagram is you know especially instagram we can't just really like post a picture of our avocado toast like our friends from high school and right and sometimes people don't understand that that is our visual resume but even just that it's like i i don't post i have a separate account where i post like my diy stuff and And I made a separate YouTube channel that's not my dance YouTube channel because you don't want to confuse Mm -hmm. people. But at the same time, those things are still me. And like, it's this weird balance that I'd love to hear more people talk about and hear other people's opinions because I think it is something that's maybe newer in the world of Mm -hmm. social media that we have to navigate that maybe our mentors and people above us didn't really have to deal with when they were coming up. be a full dancer and, and present that, but then leave the studio and, and right. I don't know, go take a right. knitting class, and like it wouldn't affect right. their job if they like took a picture with their knitting needles. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think knitting will like stop you <laughs> from. I I don't know, maybe there are some people no, who are like it, very. but you're
1: absolutely knitting, right.
0: But like, yeah.
1: I I took an intensive once, and they were like, you know. It it was actually Galen Hooks, and I love, I love Galen Hooks, and I love her intensives, and she just has so much insight to give.
0: I need (laughs) to that video. What is the the Billie Eilish one? I'm gonna like link. You need to send me a link to that. I'm gonna put it in the description of this and the podcast because (laughs) I literally cried watching that. It's so beautiful. So sorry, I just had to gas you up a little bit,
1: but. Thank you. No, but, um, the reason she had like recognized me and called me out to do that was because she recognized me from her intensive. I did a year before that. Um, and she was like, where's my, my alumni, like come out here. Like, cause she even said, like, she's like, I didn't pick you because you did it the best. She's like, I picked it because I've literally seen everybody do it this way. Like you're doing it so generic. She's like, and there's more. So like, and it was just like a whole thing, but back in her intensive, she, she gave us some pretty solid advice as far as like finding that balance between the two she you know she said like you can be whoever you want to be she's like just know know the difference between like what you love and what's gonna book you jobs she's like so that's where that marketing tool comes in she's like alexa you might love contemporary you might love all these things which i do she's like but know that like dressing like, I don't know, people think tend to think that I have this kind of, like, I know, I, I take a lot of heels classes, so I'm very much, like, that <laughs> so bad bitch vibe, and I'm really not a bitch at all, but, like, that's <laughs> just the vibe, especially with, like, my hair, and, like, if I put on eyeliner, like, you know, I could pull it off really well, and yeah. she's, you know, she said, like, you could go in for, like, the sweet type, she's, like, but more often than not, you're probably gonna get booked for the bitchy type, she's, like, so you just have to decide, like, do you want to like you know really you could try really hard for those types but you're at the end of the day know what's if you're trying to book jobs know what's gonna book you jobs um with you know so yeah, my i'm the total way.
0: opposite i mean i'm not i'm not like
1: no i, I know think what I'm, you mean i'm but pretty like, much how
0: i am but it's pretty hard you're not gonna like book me for like twerking on a car in some rap video you know i mean like maybe <laughs> But that's probably not – that just, like, makes me laugh just thinking about it. Right. I'm very much more so, like, the welcome to Disney Channel or whatever, which I'm fine with. But it's also, like, you don't have to limit yourself to that. You can still train. You can still work. I could still take some heels classes and work on that side of myself. Just because that's not what people see automatically doesn't mean that if you want it, you can't mold and Mm -hmm. figure it out.
1: Right. Um, like, I just did a photo shoot recently. And it, um, I don't know, I just posted a picture on Instagram, but literally, like, had no top on, like, had a jacket over. It. And in the picture, I look so, like, seductive, like, I know exactly what I'm doing. And you should have seen me behind the camera. I was like, I'm so awkward. It was like, you're fine. I was like, no, like, everything is just all, I, like, you don't realize what goes on behind the scenes, you know, like, so it's the perfect example of, like, Instagram is just this perfect, like, cookie cutter version of what you want to show people. And it just, I don't know, it's like, it's like, I have a love and hate relationship. I think it's so cool that like, you know, we're, we can present ourselves that way. And we can literally book jobs off of social media. But I also wish, like, I just wish almost sometimes it didn't exist. Like, it's a cool tool to, you know, people are literally launching their careers off of Instagram. Um, But at the same time, like, I always feel like, I don't know, like, I literally said to, like, my friend, I was like, if I was in a sorority let's say I was in college, like, I can't just go posting, like, my sorority pics on my Instagram. Like, it just doesn't look professional. Right. And that's so stupid. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. And it's just. I see it And it was always like that little, back then.
0: I feel like people are getting a little more, more free with their Instagram. I don't know if it's just yeah. quarantine, but I've seen a lot of people, you know, posting less professional pictures. But at the same time, it still is a brand. If your brand okay. is that you're kind of messy and fun, you're you're still doing that. So it, it is yeah. interesting. It's, it's definitely finding that balance. I think finding balance is, is the key to everything really.
1: Right. You key. know, you have to come to terms with like, okay, like I'm not this bitchy person. I'm not that type. But if that's how people are going to view me, and at the end of the day, that's just going to book me and get me money, then I might as well just Do that, you know, and like just if that, you know, take take the job. No, you be smart about what's gonna book you the job. But at the same time, like I can go take my contemporary. Like I I just think like I think we we want them to be this like cohesive thing. Like I can just be who I am and like, you know, but it's just it's not the reality of it. So once you just come to terms with like, okay. So I have to put on this face and I have to be this person that maybe I'm not necessarily all the time, but that's okay. Cause that's what yeah. they want to see. And so I'll it's, just give it to them, you know? It's,
0: I think that people, right. think that dancers are also actors of their quarters because we're not speaking all the time. We are telling a story and that is acting.
1: I mean, look at, like, I always say, like, look at Lady Gaga, who's so theatrical <laughs> on stage. And then people see her, like, just going grocery shopping, and she looks totally normal. And they're like, that's Lady Gaga. I'm like, she's guys. wearing a meat dress to
0: the hello. grocery store. Like, <laughs>
1: you know, she, it's like, it's, at the end of the day, she's Stephanie Germanotta. She's not Lady Gaga all the time, you know? Yeah. So, but it makes her money. It's got her booked and bust. whereas Stephanie Germanotta probably struggled for a little bit before lady gaga came into existence and blew up the universe you know so we need to
0: find our lady gaga and our sasha fierce Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i think now is the perfect time i'm gonna put my little special graphic on we're gonna play (laughs) would you rather so i have these little cards
1: oh i i have to go with the house with the volcano
0: yeah I don't think I could just. I sweat so much because I sweat, because so I sweat every day.
1: But <laughs> but volcanoes don't erupt every day all day yeah. long. But I you just I, have to
0: have like an emergency bag. So and right. like not be too like connected to your items.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, I'd rather have the chance to run out and live than for the rest of my life see chili sauce out of my pores. Yes. So.
0: And then if it got in your eye, that would be it bad.
1: probably burns.
0: It Would be bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last one, would you rather never be able to close your eyes, Mm -hmm. or fart flames every time you kiss someone?
1: Oh, never be able to close my eyes. Yeah,
0: (laughs) my eyes are saying, wide open
1: over my eyes?"
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be yeah. That was an easy one. Definitely eyes open. I don't think farting flames in any sort of at any time would not be no. No. <laughs> I was thinking maybe, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but you can say no. I was wondering if you would like to read one of your poems for us. I would love to you, do that. Okay, perfect. If you didn't want to, then that's totally okay. Um, <laughs> and then after that, we can jump into some of my other fun questions.
1: Wait, Okay, I think I know which one I want to read. So yeah, this one is more of like a romantic, but like sad poem. It's kind of long, but it's like one of my favorite ones. Okay. When you're with someone for a long time, you find yourself in love with the little things they say or do, how they crave their morning coffee, but always leave some in the cup or the way they purse their lips and scrunch their face when they're deep in thought. And when it's over, those little things suddenly carry more weight than they did before. Something so simple becomes a constant reminder of the relationship you shared. All the memories continue to linger. You both carry on with life, telling yourselves it was for the best, hoping that one day it won't hurt this much. That one day coffee will just be coffee, and you won't be able to remember how they looked in that moment of deep thought. You'll wait for the day when someone else comes around and stays long enough for you to be in love with their little things forever. So awesome. that's just like one of my. That's one of my older ones, but. Yeah. Good. Okay, so now,
0: question number one, are you close with your family?
1: I am very close with my family. Um, I actually have a very interesting, like, like you know, some people are closer with their mom than they are with their dad. I would say that equally I have, you know, we have our issues, as everybody does, but I think because we're so close, like there's not really so much of a maternal, paternal feeling anymore now that i'm older it's more like i feel like i can just talk to them about anything and everything which i'm very grateful for because i feel like a lot of people don't have that opportunity and i'm also an only child so they think that i walk on like gold you know like <laughs> I, I can't do any wrong i always say like if i said ma i killed someone she's like all right where's the body let's go let's get it. Let's take care. <laughs> um but yeah i'm very close with my family so that's good
0: that's awesome Okay, if you could adopt a baby fox or a baby koala, which one would you choose?
1: Well, koala. So easy. Kind of
0: mean, though. I think both foxes and koalas are kind of mean.
1: But... I, I, I just picture like snuggling with like a baby koala versus yeah. like a freaking fox. Yeah, like, I, think
0: I agree. I agree. I think I would pick koala too. Okay, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done on a dare? Oh, I always no. pick truth I never pick dare because I'm a chicken
1: I it's so funny I always pick dare because I want I want people to tell me to do stupid things <laughs> well, I don't know I don't think that I've ever like had to do something that stupid on a dare I'm so boring I usually do stupid things just because that's just who I am like I think <laughs> recently I jumped into the pool like fully clothed and that that sounds- was- Somebody had to be like, Alexa, I dare you to do that. But like I'm so much better, like, yeah, sure, no, I'll do it. Like you wanna do
0: it? Take <laughs> out your dare yourself.
1: You. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That
0: Okay. And last question of these, what is the weirdest dream you've ever had?
1: I used to have this recurring dream when I was a kid. And I mean like it's it's just so bizarre. I don't know. I would just have it all the time. Basically it was me and my parents in our car driving home and we turned down our block. And as we were turning down the block on the radio, we hear that there's a party of uh, or there's like um a zombie apocalypse going on in and it would it would read our address. So like it would say my old address of my house and we'd be like, all right, I guess we gotta go check it out. So we pull into the driveway, we'd go inside And I would walk, and I hear, like, thumping, like, music, and I would walk down into the basement, and it was just my basement with zombies, but they're, like, having a dance party. (laughs) That (laughs) is so so, weird. I would go down, and I'd be like, what are you guys doing? And, like, it would just be a zombie dance party. They
0: didn't try to, like, eat your brains or anything?
1: No. I mean, I remember being very scared. Like, okay, these are zombies, but also, like, it was, like, a fist bumping type of party so I'm like I don't know how to <laughs> what's happening I wonder what right that now.
0: means we need like some dream analysis to,
1: <laughs> to comment as a kid oh watch I'm gonna have it tonight too now that we're talking about it like just oh it just it just my dreams never make any sense ever that's like one thing about me my friends are always like you have the weirdest dreams I'm like I know like I my dreams never make sense they're never cohesive ever
0: crazy okay and then this is our final question question that i will ask every guest past and future what brings out your most creative self
1: uh well we were talking about this before like how you're kind of creative sometimes without even trying like i always i i think that like when i'm when i try too hard to bring out that side of me it doesn't really work um, but when I'm, I, I, re- I, read a quote one time that was like, if you're not seeing anything inspirational, you're walking too fast. And I think that that's so true. Like there's inspiration everywhere. Like I would say there's inspiration. Like, like I was driving one time and I was just like amazed by the sky and I came home and wrote a poem about the sky. Like I'm just inspired to create without really trying to create. And I think that's, what's so cool, like whether it's, like, a song that I hear and it, like, just puts, like, a vibe in my head or, like, I'm watching The Vampire Diaries and I'm, like, they're so in love and then I go and I write a poem about love, you know? Like, cause that's the thing. Like, a lot of my poems are personal but a lot of times, too, it's, like, you're portraying a character, you know? Like, I've never really been through, like, this toxic relationship that I write about in one of my poems but, like, I know toxic relationships, you know? So I just think, like, what turns out my most creative self is, like, Life, you know, like just like it's like getting like
0: yourself up to experiencing right. everything that you are. like I feel like it's like being present in what wherever you are and just letting right. the crea- creativity come to you and not locking it off.
1: I remember one time recently during quarantine, my whole sleep schedule was so off. I stayed up to like six in the morning. And I remember thinking, okay, I got to go to sleep. I got to go to sleep. But I was watching The Vampire Diaries. So I was like, all right, this is it. I got to go to sleep. But then as I was about to go to sleep, I realized the sun was coming up. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go watch this. So I went outside on my balcony. And I just watched the sun come up. And it was, like, raining. And I was just standing. there. I was just so, like, I was almost, like, taken back by, like, just, like, if you, like, really think about it, this always blows my mind. Like, if you really think about how, vast this world is and like how crazy intricate like everything is like you really really look at it and you look at how far the sky goes and how big the moon must be but it looks this big to, like it just blows my mind and so where I was like yeah I'm gonna go to bed now I literally came back I got out my notebook and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god like I wrote this whole thing and i was so because it was like the entire night for six hours just watching vampire diaries like I was doing nothing and then all it took was like a single glance at the sky and I was like oh forget it like I gotta go write this poem now so I just think like that's what brings out my most creative self is just being aware of like everything and like of all the emotions like on the entire spectrum and yeah just like playing a character you know even as a dancer playing a character you know not everything that we put out is who we are you know in that Billie Eilish video that I did she was like I want you to play somebody that's you know coming off of a drug trip and I was like oh I don't know what that feels like but I'm gonna do my best and it it just changed my whole performance like drastically so I think just playing a character and diving into different pockets and different feelings and yeah
0: all that stuff. Okay, so now, if you have anything that you'd like to plug, your Instagram, website, uh, your poetry Instagram, now is the time. Where can people find you if they would like to follow you after this interview?
1: So my regular, schmegular Instagram is Alexa, A-L-E-X-A, Ayers, A-Y-E-R-S, underscore, underscore is my regular one, where you'll see all the pictures that I post that are not really me because real real me is just not that put together all of the time. um and then my poetry instagram is Alexa alexam.poetry um and then also I sell yeah so I just this is another like quarantine thing and I don't I don't really have like a business for this yet I'm kind of just like if you want one I'll make you one um but yeah they're just these little soy candles um make them by hand i put the wick in by hand i top them with like little lavender buds and rose petals and i have all kinds of fragrances so
0: and, cool okay. i love that
1: and in the box i put a poem like it's really cute so if I you love want
0: that that's, make a, that's a great yeah. gift
1: yeah so and they're just you know they smell good they look pretty my friends love them so yeah and that's
0: it um, Well, Mm -hmm. that was amazing. It was so good to talk to you. Thank you for watching, everyone. Um, And if you'd like to follow me, my name is Haley Grove. If you don't know who I am, you can follow me on Instagram or Haley Grove or Essentially Haley. Um, And if you're watching on YouTube, it would be awesome if you could like and subscribe to the video. My goal is to get to a 1,000 subscribers before 2021. So I'm at 116 now, so I'm like on my way. (laughs) But yeah, so definitely if anything in this conversation sparked anything in you guys, um, let us know if you try making the Magnetic Poetry. I'm still cutting mine up. Um, Definitely Mm -hmm. take a picture and tag us. And I also have a Facebook group that I made for dancers doing stuff where we can kind of create a community of people who are creative, who value, you know, taking time to create for fun and just play. And, you know, I just want it to be a really great community of people who are like-minded and want to just be them their best self. So definitely check all those things out and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.